0: Good morning everyone, good morning, and I want to uh, welcome you to Tyndale's weekly community chapel and to this service in particular. A special welcome to Dr. Beth Veal, who is an adjunct professor here at Tyndale. She's taught in the youth ministries area. She is also an advisory committee member to the education program. She's actually one of the founders of this program, the one who came together and designed the program that, uh, that we have been enjoying in these months and these past years. Beth comes with an incredible sense of integrity. She has been recognized in the Peel District School Board for her leadership as a principal. Even now, her role is affectionately called the Principal's Principal, She's the one that principals call when there's a dilemma that a principal doesn't know how to handle at his or her own home school. So she has something to say to all of us today because she's a committed follower of Christ, and she has something to say in particular to the B.Ed. students whom we want to acknowledge today. The Tyndale had a significant graduation chapel On April the 10th, and our teacher candidates were not able to attend that graduation chapel because they were in the midst of their placements. And so today, Tyndale has set aside this chapel to say, We acknowledge the God whom you serve, the God who has called you into this direction, and we acknowledge the work and commitment and dedication that you have put into these last months of being here with us in this program. We also come because we want to worship God. And we worship the God who gave this world its form and its structure. We worship the God who breathed life and goodness into each one of us. We worship the God who instituted wonder and curiosity, and learning. And we worship the God who entrusted us to actually carry out his purposes on this world. And we worship the God who says, let me show you just how much I love you. And one of the first people he gave were teachers to each one of us. So in celebration of the teacher candidates who have accepted this trust and are following the God who says take this on and please do what I will which is to introduce every child every student every person to me the one who loves them without question here are these words from Psalm 78 mom oh my people listen to my instructions Open your ears to what I am saying, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past, stories we have heard and known, stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. For he issued his laws to Jacob, he gave his instructions to Israel, he commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children, so the next generation might know, even the children not yet born, and they in turn will teach their own children, so each generation should set its hope anew on God. Let's begin with prayer. God who loves us, receive our worship this day. For it comes from hearts amazed at your goodness and humbled by your presence. Amen.
1: Great. I just seem it feels too far away from you. Um, I really am so delighted to be here. When Carla was saying, while well, I was part of the team that helped design this program, I was thinking... Really, I'm trying to build a relationship with these people. <laughs> like, they're just coming off of five really hard weeks, so maybe, you know, that shouldn't be our opener. But, um, yeah, I, I can only imagine how tired you are. I imagine that at this point you're wondering, um, why did I choose this, and how do you keep it up? Over, I mean, that was just five weeks. What do we do, like, after five months? There won't be much of me left once I'm actually... A teacher, so I have to say, it does get easier because everything you do won't always be new, and everything you present won't always be assessed, and everything you teach you won't have to, you know, show somebody else behind the scenes what you were thinking and doing the whole time you were doing it. So it gets easier. But the beautiful thing that I I really want to say to you is you're choosing to move forward into a vocation that is unlike any other job because our job involves human beings who are entrusted to us and we have the privilege of shaping them. Most jobs don't involve shaping other people. So what, a, what an incredible privilege and blessing. And if you're excited about that, that's a great place to be. If you're a little bit terrified, that's good too. Because then, yeah, you're a lot like the Israelites. I'm just going to stay here. I'm really tempted to walk right up there and just uh, talk to you, but I don't want you to miss a word I say. Um Listen, I really have a thing for the Israelites because they were always getting themselves into some kind of pickle that um, when when they were trapped in it, they would cry, out, God, help me, and then he would help them. And then when everything was going smoothly, they would tend to, like, Very short memories around how they'd been rescued and provided for and cared for. And then as soon as the next, you know, giant or uh, battle or um, swirling sea came before them, then they remembered, that's right. Lord God, we're yours. Please save us. So I can just somehow relate to how easily they forgot who sustained them. And I love, actually, I find Numbers 13 quite hilarious. And I realize that, like, there are some really funny books in the Bible, but most of them we don't think of in Numbers. But honestly, God has a fabulous sense of humor. And, um, and what we read in Numbers is so exciting to me, that these Israelites have wandered through the desert for 40 years, and they are exhausted You might be able to relate at this point. And this is the promised land that they are coming to. It's almost the end of this long, long journey. So they are tired and weary and like just have about had it. They are done and they're coming into this land that finally they've been waiting for, that's been promised to them, this milk and honey land. And they get so close, and their leader says, well, look, let's send two of you forward to go take a look, kind of like a practicum, really. Let's go forward, (laughs) take a little look at what it's like in the promised land, and then come back and report to us what did you see. Okay, I told you it was funny because these two spies go forward into Canaan and they come back and this is what they report. Okay, yes, it's true, it's a land of milk and honey. The milk and honey is flowing, yay. The fruit is huge, there's lots of provision, it looks amazing, awesome. However, there are giants occupying the land currently so I get it that it was promised to us and it belongs to us and we've been told that's going to be our land but right now there are like people living on it and they're huge and I don't know what you were thinking but if we're supposed to like get rid of the giants in order to take the land we're really up a tree like we haven't got a hope here now Again, like the thing that I love about this is this one little camper, Caleb, who honestly, I want to be like Caleb. So these guys are coming back talking about whatever the giants are huge and then they start naming all the places where the giants are from. And actually many of those places are places where the Israelites have previously had problems. So they're, they're hearing this and thinking oh, we can't face those again or haven't you heard about the Amalekites? What You would have no idea what, how they torture people. Well Caleb, this is Caleb's response. He goes up to Moses and says oh we should go. We should go and take possession of the land. We can certainly do it. Okay. There's probably one of you keeners in here. (laughs) That the rest of the class is just like, oh, that's just like her. Like where everyone else is like scrambling, running around, trying to survive. And there's one who's like, no problem. (laughs) Where you just sort of feel like, you know, okay, did you have to speak right now? Because I was up all night writing this thing. So here's the thing. The men who went up, this is their response about the keener who's saying, we should go ahead and claim the land. God promised it to us. No problem. Let's go take on the giants. Okay. The spies are saying, we can't attack those people. They're stronger than we are. They spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. And they said, the land we explored devours those who live in it. Now, technically that's almost impossible like how is the land actually going to devour the people who live in it perhaps he was straining for a metaphor there but the bottom line is that basically you're going to hear some scary stories about what's ahead of you and it would be easy to take that and feel like oh we're not we're not equal to that we do not we can't handle land that eats people then they go on. All the people we saw there are of very great size. You know what? You're going to hear moving forward about giants that are bigger than you are. And I'm not referring to the kids or the administration, or, although sometimes they are. Um, <laughs> I'm talking about the things that you will encounter as you move into teaching that seem like they are way beyond your ability or size or um, preparation. You will meet kids whose needs are giant. You will meet parents whose demands are giant. You will meet colleagues who may or may not be modeling the kind of teaching that you know you were called to. You may meet giants called hard to get a job. You may meet a giant called might take a while to get your toe in the door and you might have to supply teach for a while. It's a big name for a giant's t-shirt. But <laughs> there are all kinds of huge um, adventures That you may be called to meet and address. I just wanna I just want to soothe your terrified soul this morning by telling you this land is promised to you. You have been chosen for this land. You are his chosen. You are moving into a promised vocation that he selected you for. He's not going to choose you and bring you to his little ones if he can't trust you with his most precious. His eye is on the sparrow. How much more on every little lamb in those classes that you will move forward to lead. He would never take someone he didn't trust and place you with his little ones. Now, you may be thinking now, okay, I'm sorry, did she call them little lambs? Because I don't think she ever met the kid I was just working with in my (laughs) last practicum. There will be kids whose issues will seem gigantic. There will be days where the workload will seem gigantic. There will be days where the attitude that of of feeling defeated will seem bigger than the little shining light of hope that you feel coming out into the world saying, yes, this little light of mine, I'm going to... F- I'm going to... F- I'm still trying to May I tell you, I've been at this for a number of years, and I think I can echo my colleagues in the room who have been your instructors in saying, you have a light in a dark land. You have a light that a giant could easily wipe out with his big fat foot. But you have an endless source in God of relighting that candle in you. And every time some giant threatens to come along and wipe out your hope, Or wipe out the belief that you have that you carry a message that can change a life. Every time you hear a giant go, "Well, there's too many of them. The needs are so big. What can you do? If the families were different, maybe you could make a difference. But there's not that much we could do at a school. We only have them for, you know. Every time you hear that voice in your head, you pull a Caleb. You say, you know, I don't want to talk about the giants in the promised land. I want to talk about the fact that the land was promised. So I'm just going to move forward and trust that God's taking care of the giants. My job is obedience to him. My job is move forward into the land that was promised. And every time I see a giant, instead of running away and going, this is too hard. How did I get here? This is too hard. How did I get I'm going to say, God, you brought me here. You chose me for this. You gave me this privilege. And I fully agree with you. I'm unequal to it. I am inadequate. These challenges are bigger than me, but they are not bigger than you. So, Lord, I choose to tuck myself in with you and move forward into the promised land. May I encourage you that your personal relationship with Jesus Christ and with your faith will change the way you teach. if you invest and build your personal relationship with God and you choose to tuck yourself intentionally intentionally call on his name and say seriously Lord this kid is driving me crazy like I don't have in my own natural power I do not have the patience to work with this kid Lord please patience comes from you discernment comes from you wisdom comes from you can you use the guidance of the Holy Spirit just to show me what's my next step what's the network I need to access what's the support we need to put in place, who do I need to talk to about this situation I'm not equal to this kid's needs but you are so I'm going to invest not on trying to figure out how to solve the problem that's in front of me, I'm just going to invest in holding on to you I'm going to tuck in closer. I'm going to get more intentional about my relationship with you because I want to go forward in this promised land and I want to claim the milk and honey and I want to wipe out those giants, but not by myself, please. I would like to do that tucked in under your hand. So when you raise it and say, this land is ours, these children are mine. I made them, I know them, I love them. And I'm trusting you to care for them. I want to go forward attached to him. So as you move forward in the land that's been promised to you, and he wouldn't have promised you this land if he didn't trust you, with his most precious. As you go forward, know that you are one of his precious. That he already has the answers for the questions you don't have yet. He already has the victory for the battles we haven't even walked into yet. So all you need to do is intentionally place yourself at his side so that together you take the land that belongs to him. Thank you, friend.